God bless, God bless. Let this be a, a day that we all just worship. God bless you if you're listening. The Lord loves you. He loves you. Yes, Jesus loves you. Thank you, Lord. I was just even thinking about how to speak with people. Uh, and as I was taking a shower, and I always I get revelation from time to time when I'm in the shower. So praise God. But as I was in the shower, I was getting revelation about how to speak to people about Jesus because I, that's been an area, honestly, that I'm weak at. Like I love Jesus so much, but yet to just like, how do I talk to someone about Jesus when they don't want to listen? They don't want to hear, they don't want to listen. And, um, maybe they've had their mind made up. I've found here, like in America, that a lot of people, they've just experienced religious people that have just demonstrated Christ completely wrong. And, um, and there's a lot of like hurt that happens because I think when people go through that experience, they've opened themselves up a little bit. Uh, spiritually speaking, whether they realize it or not, there was a vulnerability, there was an area of seeking, and then there was like something happened where this person became like offended. And it could be possibly offended because of Jesus. Um, I know, like, I got offended really of Jesus as well when I was young because I just wanted to believe that all roads led to heaven and that good people, whether they believed in Jesus or not, would be in the presence of the Father of God. And I think I was looking at, I didn't know who Jesus was then. I I knew him like, oh, okay, you know, he's he died on the cross for, for sins. I didn't even think of it like for my sin, you know, um, that's just, just the way I was thinking. I was very young and still a young, young kid under the age of 18. And that offended me. So all it took was that. And it took, um, you know, just a couple, you know, people or comments I would hear about, well, the Bible was just written by men, you know, so I didn't know the Holy Spirit at all. I didn't hear about, well, you know, these men were actually Holy Spirit um, led and filled and walking and obedient. And there's actually cross references. Like, I just didn't hear that. I didn't hear like the apologetics to it. And so I just denied it. I just was like, I don't know. I guess I never said Jesus wasn't real to myself, but I just like didn't think about, I didn't want to think about it. And I went on and lived my life and a lot of like open sin without conviction. And I was just like really held in the threads of grace at that point and, and just, and mercy. And then, you know, my testimony come along and you know, I got to the place, praise God, many, uh, several decades later, sadly, where I did repent 
and the Lord, you know, here I am today. So this really isn't about my, my story or whatever, but I started, this was like, how do I talk to people that, uh, just could have had like an experience like that? How, how do I navigate that? How do I, you know, the second you say Jesus, they just turn their ears, uh, you know, they just turn, turn off everything. And so, um, what the Holy Spirit was sharing with me was that, you know, rather than asking like about church or if you have a belief, because a lot of times I'll ask like, do you go to church or are you opposed to church? But even myself, I believe that a lot of the churches these days um, aren't focusing on unity in the body. They're, you know, still in, in the, in the trappings of uh, denominationalism. I I know it's not really a word. Um, I don't know. I just see, see that denominations have kept people segregated and separated and, and, and even race keeps the church segregated and separated. Like there's no like coalition to make a purpose intent to even like money and in generational segregation. I'm in a um, uh, small town and there's three churches, believe it or not. There's not one stoplight in this town, yet there's three churches. The first, the one that, you know, I'm uh, go attend uh, and that I grew up going with the people there is identified as a Baptist church. Um, I don't think to be honest with you, it's a label. They, they are not so much like into the people there are beautiful. They just simply love the Lord and they're not into the denominational differences. Um, so much as, um, I guess some others would be, but the sad thing is, is like within these churches like there's uh no unity in the body and and it's and it's just a really small town you could almost argue that like in a town of 80,000 people well yeah of course it's hard to have unity in one body but wouldn't that be nice if if the church came up with a way of like remember like foreign exchange students I just remember that growing up there was like foreign exchange students and they would come from like the European Union or wherever like why wouldn't there be like that experience with the Christian body you know um because there's always apprehension there's people that have gotten hurt from other people bad witnesses and so the Holy Spirit was like rather than like go down that road of like asking them about a church when I myself feel like the church is going through a reformation in this time I personally believe that the churches will be brought back to how it was in the book of Acts. And I think there's going to be more power that way. And strangely enough, through the power of of the Holy Spirit and the Father, that um, there's going to be more unity within that context. I don't know how it looks, but I see it. I I, I just, I just see it. I, I guess I feel it in my spirit more than anything. So... 
the Lord is like, okay, or a Holy Spirit, like rather than like ask them about church or ask him about, you know, uh, Jesus, the better approach would be asking someone, do you know Jesus? Like, do you know them? Uh, do you, do you have, have you experienced a relationship with him? Um, have, have, you know, has anyone interfered with, with your ability to experience a relationship with Jesus? Um, I think of it like, I'm just reminded right now because I'm driving to get food. <laughs> so say it's something like so delicious that you're looking forward to and uh, you haven't tried it from that restaurant yet. And everyone's telling you how it's good, but then you've got some people that are like, don't go to that spot. That spot is not good. They changed owners. Stay away from it. You know, it's not good. It's got, you know, it costs too much. There's too much grease. The cheese isn't right because I'm getting pizza and wings. That's classic for Western New York. <laughs> I guess we got to, you know, we're leaving soon, so we got to go out with a classic bang here. And, um... So, you know, people are telling you all these things and you, you come up with like some, you know, supposition in your head. You come up with a, you know, you haven't experienced it yet though. Like you haven't gotten it for yourself yet. You're just like thinking, oh, okay, my good friend here says it's, it's great. So I'm just going to say that it's great because my good friend says it is. Or, um, you know, the neighbor says it's just terrible. It's just terrible. I don't want to get it, but I'm going to go here anyways because they've got the better prices or, you know, it's closer to my house, whatever, fill in the blanks, right? So, but it's like, I haven't experienced it yet for myself. I've only experienced it through what other people are saying. And that can even happen when you go into a church, quote, building. Are, if you haven't experienced Jesus yourself or got into a relationship with him yourself, you're only listening because even pastors sometimes are not preaching about relationship with Christ, about the intimacy. I mean, this is like, I think a fundamental thing. If, if I'm going to receive Christ, if I'm like something in me wants to check it out and, and um, if I'm going to receive him, I've got to understand this relationship that he wants to have with me. And I don't know that that's just like Holy Spirit was just like, why don't you just start telling people, have you had a relationship with Jesus yet? Have you gotten to know who he is yet? Or has your experience been through, unfortunately, bad religion, finger pointers, backbiters, backslidden people, people that are not into unity. Has that been your experience? Because if that's been your experience, you haven't, you know, experienced the true Jesus. And, and if you haven't, if you're open to it, leave, you know, after you leave this conversation, if you're not opposed, just pray, just say, Jesus, I do want to get to know you because I don't. And even if you're real, I want to get to experience you if I don't believe you. You know, I mean, there's, I don't know how exactly I would say it. I'd have to have the Holy Spirit lead me. But 
I don't know. That's what I just felt like sharing is um, we're going to run into people that are feeling extremely hopeless right now, but yet they've already had experience of church hurt or of, you know, social media or the regular media or uh, subliminal messages through, you know, entertainment uh, um, platforms such as uh, Hulu or Netflix. So they could possibly have their mind made up without even realizing it. So it's like, you want to maybe just be like, well, have, are you opposed to even trying to have a relationship with him without the influence of someone else trying to tell you how to have a relationship with him, you know, because it starts with, if they're willing to be like, well, okay, well then just be, you could pray. Maybe if they'll open to pray with you, then they don't want to do that. You could encourage them and say, well, pray about it. You, it, you have nothing to lose, you know, especially as a provider, nurse practitioner, I see patients at their wits end with depression and anxiety, um, bipolar disorder, and they're at their wits end. They've tried secular, like that means like counsel that doesn't include the Lord. It's a lot of like self-help and coping mechanisms. Um, there is some good things though. I've, I've, Traditionally, I've been like, it doesn't, it's not Jesus centered. It's not good at all. And then the Lord is just kind of softening me like, well, that doesn't mean it's not good entirely, but that in, in of itself will not help this person in, in entirely, (laughs) you know what I mean? So, you know because a lot of good therapy talks about trauma and the effects of trauma and things like that. And so we just got to add the spiritual component to that. And, um, you know, these people are at their wits end and, you know, maybe they've tried medication. Some people are just getting to the point where they're like, I don't want to be on a pill to cope. I don't want, I don't like the side effects of these things. I don't like this. I gain weight or it changes my sexual drive or this or that, you know? And, um, so yeah, the Lord is just like, just show them, just talk to them about, you know, ask them about, have they had a relationship with him? Are they opposed to starting a relationship with the Lord and go from there? So, all right. I just felt encouraged to share that. God bless. Love you all.